Real gon' recognize, real gon' recognize, real gon' recognize, real, real phony gon' recognize, still, still recognize with. Like we always do with this time. Welcome, welcome, welcome to the KIRP Radio Show. Shout out to everybody out there, man. The number one WMMG's, the number one black conservative radio show online. Over 250,000 listeners, man. We picked up a lot of listeners here lately. I love I love those stats, by the way, John. And, uh, you know, this is what we do, man. Shout out to everybody out there who holds us down. All the newcomers out there. All the people who have held us down from day one. Definitely appreciate you guys. You guys are B. 
double B, double I, double G, big in my book. And I really appreciate you guys holding us down the way you do, man. I appreciate the love that you show. You guys are always telling other people. And, and you know, it's big, man. I really appreciate that. I, you know, shout out to everybody out there who always comes through and who always call in and listen to the show and the the folks who write letters. And, you know, even the people who don't like us, you know, because we're, we're self-proclaimed conservatives. And, and everybody out there who listens to the show, they understand why I consider myself a conservative, why I say that I'm a conservative, because that platform works for us. Uh, less government works for us. Uh, the ability to, to create and share with other people the idea and how to achieve their own wealth through hard work and education, that works for us as, as well. And we're definitely uh, all about God and, and, you know, we're pro-life on this side. So it is what it is. Outside of, you know, we're not trying to tell anybody what kind of choice they can make. We're not asking the government to make a mandate. We're saying that it's a decision that you make on your own. So I thought I would take the time and explain that platform to people so they'll understand why I consider myself a conservative and why I am a black conservative in the U as of a greatest nation in the world, man, despite our problems, we're here. And uh, on today, we're going to change it up a little bit, man. You know, I had a lot of news to report. Uh spent this weekend, uh, this past few days in Washington and went to the CPAC. You know, everybody knows about CPAC. And if you don't, uh, get from under a rock because CPAC has is, is been going on for quite some years now. I don't even know how long CPAC has been going on, but it's been it's been going on for quite some time. But, you know, hey, look, time out. Timeout ref, we're doing the timeout on politics because uh, we have stumbled upon uh, a time in this world where it seems like to me that people don't pay a lot of attention to uh, life. It seems like we spend a lot of time, and, and I'm and I'm speaking on everybody, not not any particular group, not any particular people. I'm talking about everybody in general. It seems that we put a lot of time into negativity in this world today. I'm guilty of it as well, and uh, I think we we've come we've come across. I think we found ourselves at a time where we're not celebrating life enough, and uh, I don't know. I, I feel some kind of way about that, as you all know. Uh, this show is a tribute to Whitney Houston, who just passed, uh, died at the age of 48 years old. And anybody who has been paying attention to uh, any kind of music whatsoever or paying attention to anything should realize that, uh, you know, Whitney had her troubles. She's had her trials. Uh, but I'll be the first to say that if you really look at the scope of things, her accomplishments her legacy, her music has far outshined the negativity or the, the tribulations and the trials that she's had in the public eye. So uh, this show, we're going to take the time to dedicate it to Whitney Houston. And, uh, you know, we're going to rock, man. We're going we're gonna to play some music on here. We're going to have a good time. We're going to really rock and we're going to get it popping. And, um, you know, that's what we do, man. We can't We can't always spend time... Uh, dissing each other. We can't spend time hating on each other all the time. And uh, something I just posted on Twitter, I said, hate is the uh, the ultimate form of flattery, I think. Because uh, if somebody's hating, that means they're paying attention to you that much more, probably more than themselves. So we get ready to rock, man. Y'all turn your speakers up. We're going to rock. But before we rock, I'm going to bring my girl Sonny Johnson on, man, who I was also with, my sister, man. And uh, 
we had a good time in D.C., man. Sonny, what's up? What's up, P? Sad today, man. Out of all that we, we did this weekend, and we had to come home to this, you know? I was, I, I'm telling you, no lie, I was, I was flying high coming home. And then, you know, but it, it's this is what it left me with, the most astounding thing it left me with yesterday. I had that feeling. All weekend when we were walking around CPAC, and, and y'all was like, you know, you would start, act like it, go out there, act like it. And I kept telling you to stop it. And I kept, you know what I'm saying? And I'm like, I'm just, oh, I'm man. normal, I'm regular, just stop it. And <laughs> when it hit me today is that everybody wants to be that star. Everybody wants to be that, have that limelight. And everybody wants to be that person that everybody knows. Yeah. But you forget that that person is human. You know what I'm saying? You forget that that person has flaws and that person has feelings and that person goes up and that person goes down. And it made me realize a little bit more about what y'all was saying yesterday, that at those moments when you are up, live it. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Live it and live it to its fullest. And, yeah. and 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 even though I'm so sad about it, it is. Everything is a learning experience, and you got to take a learning experience out of it. So if you're still alive today, you should be living and loving it and, and doing everything that you can to make sure you're doing it to the fullest because none of us are promised tomorrow. Amen on that. Definitely amen on that. And, and you know, speaking on life and death, I also definitely got to give a B.I.G. shout-out to my uncle, my wife's uncle, but um, my uncle as well, and, and you know, I, I do a life blog. There's no certain time when I do it. When I feel it, I just do it. So I did life blog number three, and I was saying that, you know, um, Uncle Floyd was the type of person who was going to do what he wanted to do. You know what I mean? He was that guy. And, yep. and whether you liked it or not, he didn't care if you understood it. You know what I'm saying? And, and I, I feel like I can speak freely on it because I felt like he was my uncle too. From the day that I met him, I was like, yo, I can relate to him because he's just going to be who he is. And he, Sonny, he was a lot like you, man. Damn. And um, he's going to be who he is no matter who's around. And you love him. Like, you, yo, everybody, there's nobody that didn't like Uncle Floyd. You know what I'm saying? I don't think the man ever probably ever had an enemy in the world because he was the likable type of person. So anyway, like, like what, I, what, what I just wanted to say was that whether you understand a person's way, whether you understand what they're going through or what they're trying to say or not, just enjoy them while they're here and, and you know, show them a lot of love and, and live your life, man. We got to start celebrating life while we're here and stop focusing on the negative things. So, you know, that's that's what we're all about today. We're going we're gonna to rock on some Whitney Houston music. We're about to get busy. What do you think about that? Oh, loving it. Well, well, I'm... I'm sorry, go ahead. Oh no, I'm just I just say I, I I just love it and and it's just another point because I I mean my heart's been so heavy today but another point is we take so much from hip hop we get so much from hip hop and our culture you know those songs that make us dance Whitney Houston I want to dance with somebody still one of my favorite songs <laughs> yeah. you know, one of those songs that make us reflect and look back you know what I'm saying the greatest love of all you can go through and every single emotion you've ever felt if if the artist can capture that emotion in their work, in their body of work we take so much from hip hop yeah. and when we have one of our stars on the ropes and we have one of our idols and one of our heroes on the ropes 
how many of us have made the way the Houston joke that I wow. said today? Yeah. You know, how many of you made the Bobby Brown yeah. joke and and a sad today? How many of you made the DMX joke? And if he, you know what I'm saying? How many Michael Jackson jokes did you make? We take so much. Mm-hmm. And and like I said, we forget that they are human. They give us this range of emotion. They give us all of these feelings. They give us ways to express things that we never even thought about. And when they fall, when they falter or when they're not at their best or when they catch them in a photo where they look crazy, the first thing we do is to make the joke and to crack the joke and, and, and to just try to bring out the very worst in in of that person and I'm just saying that sometimes you have to give back to hip hop and when you see a star and you see somebody that you love or admire and you see them on the ropes and you see them falling then maybe it's time for you just to take a second and pray for them just take a second and and shoot them a tweet or you know what I'm saying because we're so much accessible to our stars now than we were before that we need to start looking out for our, we need to start looking out for our culture and the icons of our culture, and we don't need to be waiting until they die to do it. Wow, it is right there. I mean, not, not even I'll say hip hop, including our family and our friends yes. and and the people that we can reach out to and touch that inspire us too, or not. You know what I'm saying? We we got to start focusing on the positive things, man. And if you see somebody going through, like you just said, Sonny, why not say a prayer for them instead of cracking a joke on them? You know. And if we change, if we can change that, you know, if you change that, then you start changing not only the blessings that God will rain down, but you'll all start, also start changing your perspective on things. Because how many times do you wake up and say, life is bad or life is rough or life oh, is, yeah. you know what I'm saying? And, and then you... You see this. You see Whitney, and now her daughter being run into um, ran to the hospital today with a anxiety attacks. Mm-hmm. And you are healthy. You're here. Your children are healthy. They are here. Life is not that bad. That's right. You might have speed bumps. <laughs> you might have trials. You might have tribulations, but you have health and you have tomorrow. Live it up and stop thinking about. Everything is being a massive failure or just everything being so bad or so horrible or so great. Think about these, take these moments in time and be grateful. Yeah. If nothing else, just be grateful. Mm. There it is, folks. Let's be grateful. And and while we're on that topic of being grateful, um, this first thing that I'm going to play, shout out to all the troops out there, man. And, um, you know, shout out to everybody who really believe in America, man, who, who's really striving forth and trying to help other people. Because, you know, I, I think to a certain degree of people, it sounds corny when you say, let's do what we can do for America. But let me tell you something, man. There's a lot of people who's trying to do things despite America, to spite America, to hurt America and everybody in it. So if we don't do the things that we can do, we're in for a rough ride. And that's probably why that's got a lot to do with why we're in so many situations today so many crazy situations today so here's whitney houston with the national anthem son are you rocking with me all day boo here we go
it sung like that before. There's nobody that ever killed the national anthem like that before. In my book, that's the hottest national anthem that I've ever heard in my life. That's the most inspirational, flawless national anthem that you'll ever hear. Shout out to Whitney Houston, man. Rest our, rest in peace in here. You're on the air with Pudgy and Sonny, man. We rocking KRP Radio Show. Sonny, what'd you think about that, man? How'd you feel when you first heard that? I, I loved it, but what what made me, what I loved most about it is how she know. came out. <laughs> no, it's it. it how she... It's, it's how she came out, man. Yeah. It was, you know, everybody, I mean, when you take that moment and you come out and you, you rock the sweatsuit, you rock, you know what I'm saying, you rock yeah. the, uh, the headband around your head, it, it shows it shows humility because it's not about you. And even though that is like one of the most amazing opportunities that uh-huh. anyone can have to be able to sing the national anthem and, you know, in front of that capacity crowd. Sure. But to 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 show humility and, and to show that it's not about you and to make it truly about the words that you're singing and the song and, and the meaning behind the song, mm-hmm. that to me is flawless. I mean, that that to me is always the thing that uh, is the one thing that makes it flawless. When you can take yourself and your own grandization out of it and, and, and really make it about the words and the feeling is, I mean, flawless. Well, we're about to change the mood, man. We're going to speed it up a little bit. I hope everybody feel like dancing because Whitney Houston says, I want to dance with somebody. Here we go. That's my favorite right there, man. <laughs> That's my joint, too.
Yeah, yeah, that was Whitney Houston. I want to dance with somebody. Got me in here bopping. I'm popping. I got up for a minute. And I did the cabbage patch. I was man, I was feeling <laughs> good. I, yeah, I, can't, I ain't got no new dances, but I can rock with the old school stuff for real. <laughs> well, in, look, I can I can remember. I remember when that song came out, and you know, you were teeny bopper at the time, but. I was brought up so I was brought up to be so um, sheltered in, and you know we were. It was it wasn't until kind of around that time that I was actually allowed to listen to pop music because it was mostly gospel, and you know the oldies that that we were allowed to listen to. Yeah. But I, I I remember that that's how I felt that if I was ever going to be or, you know, have a relationship, or it was going to be with someone who actually cared. It couldn't be frivolous. It couldn't, and even young, (laughs) even young, I thought that, and I believed that. And and I'll even tell you that I give credit to Whitney for the reason that I don't wear makeup. When On her first album cover, when she came out, and the Mm -hmm. hair was pulled back, and it was nothing but her, oh, my, that was beautiful. That is, that is natural beauty. And I always said that if I was ever going to be considered beautiful, it was going to be naturally. It wasn't going to be covered in makeup. And, you know, because in that video, Dance With Me, you know, she had on all all the bright colors and, the Mm -hmm. you know, and and I didn't like that. But you could always (laughs) go back to that album cover. And you see that natural beauty, and not the not the clown show. And I always took the natural beauty over the clown show. So she she actually that and that's big too because she actually said herself on the uh, on the Oprah interview that that we're gonna play later. At least just the first part because the first part of that interview celebrates her life and the things that she that enjoyed. But uh, she actually said on the on the first part of the interview that she didn't even like all that. She she like she said I like jeans and t-shirts and sneakers. She was like, "That's who I am. That's what I like." And you know, the industry put this, these these flawless dresses on me, and you know, all the glitz and the glamour. So, you know, what you saw in that video with all the bright colors, the fun, even the national anthem, Whitney. That that was the Whitney Houston that she wanted to be, and that's why she shines so much. I feel like so. You know, Big celebrating the life and the legacy of Whitney Houston, man. This is what we do live on the KRP Radio Show, WMMG, home of the KRP Radio Show, 619-638-8559. If you want to listen, we ain't taking no calls today, man. We just rocking. I mean, I got Sunny on here, but, you know, she's a regular. She, she's loved. Anybody got a baby out there tonight? Well, if you don't, I'm your baby tonight. Sorry, baby, but I'm their baby tonight. Here we go. <laughs>
1990 Billboard number one, Whitney Houston, I'm your baby tonight. We got to go to a commercial, man. We'll be right back. I hope you guys keep rocking with me, man, live on the KIRP radio show, WMMG's home of the KIRP radio show, the number one black conservative show online, southeastern United States with over 250,000 listeners and more than a million and a half contributors, baby. That means hits, everybody. Hits, contacts. You know what it is, man. Check us out live, Washington, D.C., WMMG, 530 through 1600 a.m. every Wednesday night. And in L.A., California, 500 a.m. through 1600 a.m. on your radio dial. They spend us for an hour, folks, over there. So I definitely appreciate you guys who hold us down on that side of things. John, you my hero, man. Shout out to you. Everybody, Um, you know, we'll be right back, man. I'm on the air. I got Sonny Johnson. We're going to ask you about CPAC. Even though this is the tribute to Whitney Houston and we're celebrating life, we also got to ask people what's going on in their life and the people that are relevant in our lives because that's what we do. If you're listening to the KRP Radio Show, you are B.I.G. in my book. We'll be right back after these few commercials. Rock with us, baby. Whitney Houston tribute. That's what we do. Yep. Could switching to GEICO really save you 15% or more on car insurance? Did the little piggy cry wee, wee, wee all the way home? Wee! Wee, wee, wee! 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 Wee, wee, wee! Maxwell! Yeah? You're home. Oh, cool. Thanks, Mrs. A. GEICO. 15 minutes could save you 15% or more. Across America, the NFL and United Way are inspiring kids to get healthy and more active. Join the Play 60 movement. Pledge to Play 60 today at liveunited.org. For all your trucking needs, make sure you contact Allen's Trucking LLC. That's Allen's Trucking LLC, owner Brian Allen and BA Welding Incorporated. For all your trucking or your welding needs or transportation needs across the country, make sure you contact Allen's Trucking LLC out of Winston-Salem, North Carolina. Their number is 919-426-5455. Again, 919-426-5455. If you have transportation needs and you need to get your equipment there on time, make sure you contact Allen's Trucking LLC. Sixty thousand North Carolina families are affected by autism. One out of every one hundred ten children born today will be diagnosed with autism. If you have any questions or need support, we can help. The Autism Society of North Carolina can be reached at eight hundred four four two two seven six two. Again, that's eight hundred four four two. Remember, 60,000 North Carolina families are affected by autism, and one out of every 110 children born will be diagnosed with autism as well. If you need to reach them by the web, the address is www.autismsociety-nc.org. You can also reach them on Facebook, Twitter, and you can reach them on YouTube. 
Love somebody today. To the KIRP radio show. Morning Air Live, man. I got my girl Sonny Johnson rocking with me. Everybody knows Sonny. It's like everybody everybody knows Raymond, but everybody knows Sonny. That's how, that's what we're going to start saying. <laughs> I like that, yo. That's fresh. We got to do a segment called Everybody Loves Sonny, man, to just let you go in on a couple people. <laughs> You know, me, I'm too nice for that. You know, I'm too nice for that. You could be nice, but you still be direct. <laughs> it's all good. You you ain't never been mean anyway. You just tell the damn truth. So you know, it is what it is, man. We celebrating the life of Whitney Houston, baby. Live on the KRB Radio Show. I appreciate everybody who rocking with me. It looks like we got a, listen, a lot of listeners on here tonight, and I appreciate you guys rocking with me. We're gonna get back to the music here in just a second, but I have a question, Sonny. <clears throat> How you feel about CPAC yeah. this weekend, man? How would you feel being in CPAC this weekend? This time. I had I had some fun. I had some some wish, some shoulda woulda cutters as well, but I had a lot of fun, especially since you and Kev was up here up here big shout out Kevin Daniel. Yeah, shout out to my brother Kevin, man. Always holding us down. He he um he was the violent one this weekend though, but he's always holding <laughs> us down. I'm I'm not going to say uh, we jumped the reporter. <laughs> I'm supposed to be playing bodyguard. Let me let me hold on. Let me paint the picture. Let me tell y'all how. Because Sonny ain't gonna tell the truth. This reporter, an infiltrator, by the way. I'm not gonna say who he, who he's with, but uh, he comes asking us a couple questions, and uh, so Sonny dragged me over there because I didn't want to do it. I didn't want to interview with nobody this weekend. Period. So Sonny drags me over there with her. She goes in on the guy because he start asking stupid questions. What was the first question he asked, Sonny? What was the first question that he asked? He started out. Um, yeah, no, I think I know. I I went in hostile when I saw his name tag and I saw who he was from. <laughs> that's the only reason I I decided to do it because you remember at the moment I was like I need to get something to eat, you know. Yeah, yeah, so yeah. I was like, I was like running for the, you know, running to get something to eat, and and the that's only cool. reason I stopped was because I saw his name tag and I saw where he was from, and then I was like, okay, you want it, then come get it. You <laughs> got it. <laughs> And that's what it was. Hey, she was yeah, hungry. he got it. Thought she bit his head off because she was hungry. You, y'all know you can't play with black folks in the food. <laughs> when we get hungry, we get mad. <laughs> it is what it is. No, it's the it's the preconceived notion that he came in with. That yeah. that was the part that that really ticked me off. He knew what he wanted to write, and he wanted someone to give him the quotes to fill in to say that his notion was right all along. So he didn't come into the interview with the perspective of learning something new. He came in with wanting to prove what he already thought he knew. Uh-huh. And if he thought he was gonna if he thought he was gonna use me to do that, he was sadly mistaken and he didn't take him long to figure that out either. No, no, by the way, it seems like uh when he first came up he tried to say he didn't have much time on his recorder. I got the same recorder, I had it in my pocket. But uh <laughs> like over 80 hours of record time on those recorders. It's not by tape. It's by device. Anyway, 
uh, he sure gained a lot of more time, <laughs> a lot more time, and uh, when he was trying to get his point across, because he kept asking the same question over and over, because he wasn't getting the answer that he was looking for. Uh, I enjoyed that because no one fed into his BS. The highlight of that interview was when Kev was poking him in the chest, and Sonny was screaming. <laughs> Sonny was screaming, yo, you're not, you're not listening to me, and I'm not going to tell you what you want to hear. You're going to get what I want to give you. And I'm sitting back looking at this like, yo, should I hit this dude? No, I'm kidding. I was thinking, <laughs> it felt like a hood moment, though. <laughs> no, because oh, man, he, he, wanted, he wanted us to do one or two things to say that we – agree with like some of the other leading black conservatives and their method uh that that they that they choose to espouse or he wanted us to diss them he wanted us to do one of two things he wanted us to say that they're wrong and that they need to stop or he wanted us to say that they're right and we fully agree with him but my whole message to him was this is America, man. They can speak as much as they want. They got the right to the message that they want, just like you got the right to the message that, you know what I'm saying, that you want. And you but told our you. message is different. What that did you was the only point. Was, Sonny, that's what I want the people to hear, because he, he asked you, well, what is the proper message to uh, other blacks out there or Democrats out there that the conservatives should be giving them? What, he, actually, he asked, what was your message? And please tell the people what you told that man. I said, hustle, hustle hard, hustle legit, and then hustle some more. Wow. Where my power button at? John? <laughs> he ain't even on here right now. <laughs> but anyway, I need a power button. So pow, pow, pow. Say it one more time for the people who couldn't hear. Because hold on, hold on, hold on. Before you say it, this is not made up, y'all. This is not spur of the moment. This is not just some random BS. This is from the heart. This is her life. This is our life. This is what we believe. This is why... We consider ourselves black conservatives. Tell them again. Once again, Sam. (laughs) Hustle. Hustle hard, hustle legit, and then hustle some more. Simple and plain. That's what it is. If that don't fit for everybody out there, no matter what your color is, what your race is, your nationality, religion, creed, whatever, lifestyle don't matter. That message fits for everybody, man. Everybody. And did you notice as soon as I said that, he didn't want to talk to me no more. Nope. <laughs> he he didn't want he 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 act like he had nothing else to say to me after that point because it's the same thing I told him. I said what you're looking for is you're looking for somebody that you can twist their message, that yeah. you can take what they say and be like, this is what they meant. Like you know how they do the old quoted language or whatever. Yeah. You can't oh, yeah. you can't code hustle. Mm-mm. You can't you can't code hustle harder, hustle legit, and then hustle some more. You can't code that. You can't sugarcoat it. You can't change it. You can't put a liberal bias spin on it. It is what it is. Yeah. That's what it is, and that's what we're going after, and that's our message. And he did not want to hear it. No, he didn't like that. He didn't like that very much. He was ready to go. But by then, Kevin was poking him in the chest. <laughs> <laughs> and Kev didn't even know it. See, that's no, what that's what I tried to I, I, I tried to tell him, and and when he asked me what he was like, well, who do you think that um that's out there right now that is that is espousing that message? And I said me, and I mean the look on his face would have been like like you, like yeah, yeah, who, me, yeah, yeah, Kevin, right. Pete, yeah. we're doing it. This is 
our message. We don't, I mean, you want us to to take up a mantle of, of Alan West. Alan West doing his thing, let Alan West do his thing. Herman Cain yeah, yeah. doing his thing, let Herman Cain do his thing. Yeah, that's but it. P, Ken, and Sonny over here, this is how we do our thing. I like our thing. And you would... And then, but but you know the look on his face is priceless because it can tell you that he is so used to people with the same mindset that you know that lock that lockjaw mentality of everybody oh, yeah. thinking alike oh, that yeah. when he actually saw people who thought for themselves he didn't know how to handle it. Yeah, that's real too because it's, it's it's crazy when he when you said he came back with the same question later and he said in one word in few words I think he said in few words who was the the, the up-and-coming, the, the black conservative that folks should look for to get their information from or, or whatever, or look up to or whatever he was saying in, in that manner. And uh, Kevin said me, Sonny said me, and of course I said me, and he was done. He didn't want to say another thing to us. He was ready to go. He cut his recorder off, and then he went and that off the look, crap. That, that was the fun part when he cut the recorder off. Yeah. <laughs> he, he cut the recorder off, and then <laughs> like, no, th- now let me talk to you really. Let, let's talk for real now. Yeah, like I'm we like, weren't talking hey, for real. Dude, you know, when you were recording, we weren't talking for real, huh? Jeez. Now all of a sudden we talking for real. I'm like, Man, get out of here. You a big old clown. Big clown. That's my favorite word for them, clown. Like to do it at the new party, clown. Anyway, um, listen, we're paying tribute to Whitney Houston on the show, man, and we're talking about life. And for all the ladies out there, I got one thing to tell you guys. Sonny Johnson held you ladies down in flawless form. Let me tell you that. She was dressed debonair when it was time to be dressed debonair. When she went on the big screen before that international audience, she held it down. Spoke well, looked well, talked well, was well. That is what it is. So for all the women out there, here's what Whitney Houston had to say about it. She is every woman.
Yeah, yeah, that was Whitney Houston. I, every woman, I'm every woman, I am every woman. Definitely holding it down, man, doing what she do. That was a big record. That was another number one record by Whitney, man. And I'm not actually sure how many number one records that Whitney had, but it was well over 10 number one Billboard records, and that's crazy for anybody who knows anything about music. That is absolutely crazy. Over 120 million records sold. Whitney Houston was that one, man. That's a giant in music for all the folks who don't realize and who don't acknowledge it out there through all the things that she went through. There's a lot of people who don't want to give her credit for what she is and what she accomplished. But that's something that they can't take away, man, your accomplishments. They can never take away your accomplishments, ever. You know what I'm saying? Most definitely. And also, at CPAC, we got we ran into Mia Love. She's a candidate, candidate running for um, House of Representatives out there in Utah, 4th District. And um, black conservative Republican doing her thing with her with her micro micro braids in her hair yeah. and, and her and her attitude all about. So we gonna be talking about every woman. I give a big old shout out, Mia Love. If you ain't heard of her, check her out. Support her campaign. Put her on your timeline and your Facebook and let let the world see that she's out there doing it. So big shout out to Mia Love. Definitely a B.I.G. shout out to Mia Love, man, out there holding it down in Utah. Uh, actually, the mayor right now, if I'm not mistaken, she's the mayor currently of the town. I forget the name of the city. Jesus, I can't believe I did that. But I'll get back to you on that. But B.I.G. shout out to Mia Love. And uh, I think she will get that congressional seat. We're definitely going to push her. And she's got all the love and support by KRP Radio right now until she wins and after she wins. So shout out to Mia Love doing her thing out there, man. That was It was beautiful to see her up there. Uh, uh, speaking the way she spoke, Sonny man, and she didn't she didn't hold any punches. She had accomplishments behind her, and uh, you know I just I thought it was great, man. You don't you don't see that commonly. Not people coming the way that she came. It was crazy. You know people. Hey, see, were on no, my my favorite part is when we was outside. We actually got to sit down and chat with her for a second, mm-hmm. and she was like, um, "Nobody's voting for me because because I'm black or because I'm a conservative or because I'm a woman." They're voting for me because I got strong fiscal policy, because mm. I understand how to run a budget, because I know how to people how to get people back to work. That's right. All the rest of it is just a cherry on top. And so I, I had to I had to fist bump her on that one because you know what I'm saying. <laughs> yeah. she, flawless, flawless black, beautiful woman who realizes you know her own self worth and her own self um you know her own self empowerment. But it comes secondary to her mission, and and she puts it in in its rightful place as just being the cherry on top, and her actual um, accomplishments are are the cake itself. So you know what I'm saying she won my heart over with that with that one comment. So like I said, big shout out Mia Love. There it is, man. Big shout out to Mia Love, and for everybody who want to check her website out, it's uh, www.love4number4utah.com. That's loveforutah.com, and uh, she's fiscally disciplined, smaller government, personally responsible. She's all about jobs, tax reform, and energy. She, her background is military. She's on it on illegal immigration. She has topics on Social Security, health care, education, regulations, religious freedoms, land, and she's Second Amendment. That means she busts her guns. <laughs> and she a mama, and she's a mama, and she's taking care of the kids and holding down the husband at the same time. Do it. <laughs> Do it. I'm trying to tell you, man. You get out there, and if 
you at home now, you think, you know, there's nothing you can do and you got to make sure your own family is taken care of, make sure your family is taken care of. But I'm telling you, God will give you the strength you need to go out and make a, a impact in your community as well. And, and you get to share that with your family and you get to share that with your kids. You get to see your kids, you get to see mama out there doing it yeah. as out of everything I do, that's that's the best part of it is when I get to come home and and my daughter's like, can I see? Can I see? And I'm, yeah, babe, let's put let's pull it up on YouTube and she get to see what Mama was doing when Mama was out and about. So I like that. You know, so yeah, make sure. I mean, if you think that your plate is full, don't think that God won't give you the strength to do what you need to do. So yeah, that's real. You got to do. Big what you shout can. out. Big shout out to all the mamas out there that's doing their thing and then adding extra on top. Big shout out. Well, listen, a lot of people will view uh, what we do or what you do and what Mia does is is not being right or, you know, because people have their own opinions. They think that, you know, it's all about the government doing this and that. But uh, I'll, I'll take the let me take the Whitney book on this. Let me take the Whitney Houston road on this. It may not be right, but it's OK. Oh, 
paying tribute to Whitney Houston, man, the life, the legacy of a Nikon, of a musical legend. We definitely showing love to Whitney on this show, man. And this is her tribute show on the KRP Radio Show, WMMG's home of the KRP Radio Show. 619-638-8559 is the number. If you're on Twitter, you can find us at symbol KIRP Radio Show. You can find me at symbol NC Pudgy. And find my girl Sonny, man, my sister Sonny. Definitely Sonny Johnson at symbol S-O-N-N-I-E. Johnson is together, one word. Sonny Johnson, S-O-N-N-I-E, Johnson. Okay, I'm not going to spell Johnson. I did spell Sonny, okay? Anyway, so, you know, seek us out. We're also on Facebook. There's Facebook.com backslash KIRP Radio Show. And you can also find us on iTunes Podcast, KIRP Radio Show. Three words. Look us up, man. We got a growing audience. We'll be right back after this commercial with more Whitney Houston. You guys just rock with us. And, you know, we're going to bump Whitney till it's all gone. KIRP Radio! And money talks, I got my masters in communication. But I don't run it, I run it for a hundred. Ever since I was a young and been hungry, it's Paul Bunyan. You've been so fixed to plumbing, I'm a beast in the game, you run it. And if this ain't what you call hip hop, it must be bungee jumping. Each side on my arm, three stripes on my sneakers. And even if they slip us, they better be Adidas. For all your trucking needs, make sure you contact Allen's Trucking LLC. That's Allen's Trucking LLC, owner Brian Allen and BA Welding Incorporated. For all your trucking or your welding needs or transportation needs across the country, make sure you contact Allen's Trucking LLC out of Winston-Salem, North Carolina. Their number is 919-426-5455. Again, 919-426-5455. If you have transportation needs and you need to get your equipment there on time, make sure you contact Allen's Trucking LLC. Do you have a garage full of old junk? At least you think it's old junk. How about a storage that you've been paying the bill on for so long and you've just been moving stuff into and you're ready to get rid of it when you look at it all the time? Well, if you do, make sure you contact Faulkner's Antiques before you throw it away. Again, that's Faulkner's Antiques out of Burlington, North Carolina. Faulkner's will pay you top dollar for estates, sterling, old furniture, pottery, signs, old toys, and etc. Faulkner's Antiques, they specialize in some of the most prolific antiques in this part of eastern North Carolina or the USA. So make sure you contact Wayne Prophet at Faulkner's Antiques, 336-214-6427. Again, that's Wayne Prophet. That's the man you want to talk to at Faulkner's Antiques, 336 336- Two one four six four two seven. And if you get a hold of Wayne, guess what? He'll come to you free of charge. And if you can't get to him at that number, make sure you dial this other number. 336-675-4897. And don't forget, Wayne Prophet at Faulkner's Antiques says, don't forget the reason for the season. Scientific tests prove when you drink Dr. Pepper slow, the 23 flavors taste even better. For me, slow always produces a hit. Slower is better. Trust me.
shot clock. For the seconds left in the game. It's not the number of times I will light you up. Nah, 9.8 isn't any of that. It's ounces. And that makes this the lightest ever. Sound Shoe, the number one online music tournament, encompasses seven different genres, including hip-hop, R&B, country, reggae, reggaeton, pop, rock, and gospel. Music artists, log on to SoundChew.com to compete for a chance to have exclusive access to music listeners across the globe. Build relationships with other music artists and music professionals, plus maximize your exposure and gain worldwide attention. Music listeners, log on now to enjoy new music from up-and-coming artists, then Vote for the songs you like best to ensure that your favorite artist wins. Also, check out the latest in music news. Music execs and producers, scout music talent to find your next big star. Musicians and voters, sign up for SoundChew today. That's www.soundchew.com. S-O-U-N-D-C-H-E-W. Once again, that's www.soundchew.com, the number one online music tournament. Welcome back to the KIRP Radio Show, WMMG's home of the, shut up, WMMG's home of the KIRP Radio Show, as my producer is writing me uh, explicit comments on here trying to make you. Anyway, shout out to John, man, you B.I.G. in my book, WMMG staff over on the West Coast. Also, shout out to my girl, Sonny Johnson, who is on air with me right now, holding me down as usual. And uh, before I get to Sonny, I just want to let you guys know that... Uh, We've had a lot of people commenting and a lot of people sending tributes and I love yous to uh Whitney. Uh there's been a lot of lot of Twitter feeds about Whitney. There's been a lot of Facebook feeds and you know, things that are going on all over. And uh a lot of people are, are loving the fact that her name is not being drug in the mud. Um, you know, I think when it when when it first hit that uh Whitney had passed um, there was some speculation of I don't know drugs. There was some speculation of assault. There was just there was a whole lot of different things going on and a whole lot of different commentary. But from what I can tell right now, there's a lot of people showing Whitney a lot of love, and uh, they're really celebrating the life of Whitney. And that's what we're trying to do, man. We got we trying to celebrate the life of Whitney and not talk about all the things that she went through and the trials and tribulations. Isn't that right, Sonny? Yep, always. And that's the, make sure that that's the message. You know what I'm saying? Don't remember. Don't don't let them. Ha- Paint the picture of what she was for you. Remember what she meant for you when you heard her music. I like that. And speaking of what somebody mean to me, I definitely love my sister Sunny, and I gotta. Uh, I want to ask her some questions. But first, I want to play something for you guys. That's that's not Whitney Houston. This is actually Sunny doing her thing on the international stage, and uh, I'm gonna ask her about it. But I want you guys to hear first. Check it out. Sunny introducing Andrew Breitbart live at CPAC. 
porch monkey. Oh. Well, I get asked all of the time, how do you deal with it? How do you stand it? I simply reply, I take a stroll to Andrew Breitbart's Twitter timeline, and then I feel in perfect company. <laughs> yeah, that was that right. See, the tolerant <laughs> left loves to hate and demonize anyone who won't bow down to their progressive or liberal agenda. Exhibit A, Hayden, Hayden Breitbart. And Hayden Sonny. Oh, my bad. I am so sick of the media dictating the terms of the narrative in this country. I'm so sick of having to be apologetic for who I am. I'm so sick of people in middle America being called a flyover country or slope-headed conservative teabaggers. And it's going to be teabagging day. It's hard to talk when you're teabagging. <laughs> it's so funny because the teabaggers, the one thing they hate is when you call them racist. If racism is not the whole of the Tea Party, it is in its heart. Well, the hatred that is Timothy McVeigh, we have. There are plenty of people like that right now. Lots of I think you get the general tenor of this. It's anti-government. This is highly promoted by the right-wing conservative network. The left pits people against each other. Divide and conquer is the strategy. I don't want to live in that world. It is the exact opposite of people or persona. He said and what the left has stood for with political correctness is to try and get those with whom they disagree to shut up. And the, the Tea Party movement and Sarah Palin and Michelle Bachman and Alan West and, and all, the, all the people that have gone out there against the mainstream media and said, you're going to call us racist, you're going to call us potential Timothy McVeigh's, you. be a conservative, doesn't it? Uh, yeah. But to combat all that hate, from time to time, I will visit Breitbart's t um, Twitter timeline, and I will say, you are appreciated for standing up against media bias. I'll tell him he is respected for not letting race baiters and poverty pimps silence his conservative message. And on his birthday, I even wished him 43 liberals to chew up and digest just for fun. <laughs> I do these things to let him know he's not alone and that he's needed in case another Congressman Anthony decides to show his wiener. But by far, my most favorite Breitbart moment came and should be a wake-up call to all of us. If you can't sell freedom, then you suck. I'd like to introduce my friend, Andrew Breitbart. So the reason I, the re and the reason I played this, first of all, to show you some love, 
Second of all, because I agree with what you had to say. And third of all, throughout this tribute that we're doing for Whitney Houston, um, I don't know if a lot of people understand or realize that Whitney actually stood for individual freedom too. And she says so in the Oprah video. She says so many times in many other videos that I've seen. And uh, we're going to play the Oprah video here in just a second. But Sonny, let, let me ask you this. What, because there's a lot of, there's a lot of black folks that believe that, um, you know, conservatism is hating that, um, all conservatives hate the president because of this, that, and the third. All conservatives are rich, and this message is just for rich folks. And I'm, I'm trying to get them all out here. Conservatives that believe in the conservative message are out of touch, and they just have money. So, you know, it, it, it's 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 a wide range of ideas that people have and a wide range of beliefs that they have. But I look at a person like Whitney Houston and what she went through, and people don't understand how how close to what we have to go through is the same. They just don't understand that Whitney was basically trying to say, I just want to be me, and you should be you and be happy who you are. They don't get that. And and uh, a lot of times you say things, and that's what I hear in your message. That That's what I understand in your message, that, that you're saying, hey, you know, be free in what you do. Be free in yourself, but also be responsible for what you do. You know, step to the plate. Do this. You know, make your life better for itself. What went through your mind when you were writing this? Well, first of all, the thing is, uh, let me let me first say something about Andrew Breitbart mm-hmm. because so much is so much has been put out about him, and he is called and and it, uh, and I, I really meant that as far as everything that I said because we get called a lot of names, but this man, take if you haven't take a second and go down his timeline and look at the things that they write about him. And he is one to retweet it over and over again to let everyone else see what they're writing about him. Now, I've I've had the pleasure of meeting him and speaking with him on numerous occasions. And from my experience, what Breitbart is, he is a giant goofball. Mm-hmm. And, it, you know, he is very intelligent in his messaging. He He knows what he's talking about. He knows what he stands for. But he is one of the most average people you will ever meet he you know he he cares very little about how he looks he cares very little about what you think about him he cares very very little about what you think about his message whether you agree with him or disagree with him he knows what he was put here to do and that's what he's going to do if you check, if you do get a chance to look at his speech, I want you to know that he jotted down the notes for that speech five minutes before we went on stage. Nice. So he went into it not knowing what he was going to say, not knowing how he was going to say it. So everything he said came explicitly from his heart and what he felt was going on, and, and that is Andrew Breitbart. And I don't feel bad calling him a goofball because he calls himself a goofball. Yeah. So, um... So I, I'll put that out there, and he's one of the nicest guys that I met. So just to say that in, in first part about Andrew Breitbart. But here's the thing about freedom, and, and this was the, that was the one comment that made me become like, oh, yes, I really love Breitbart, because he said it. If you can't sell freedom, then you suck. And I want to bring this out, because if you go to the black barbershop, you go to the black beauty salon, I can tell you in, in the conversation, what you'll hear is you'll hear, why can't they just leave us alone? They always want to be in our business. Um, um, police always want to mess with somebody. 
um, uh, government always trying to tax you for this, or, or you know what I'm saying? They always want to make you pay for this, or fine you for that, or or this, that, or the other. Those are the comments that you'll hear, mm-hmm. but you never see the attachment uh, of who's making those excessive fines, uh, of who's um, creating all of these extra laws that become burdensome to you, of mm-hmm. who um, thinks that they have the right to come into your house and tell you how to raise your kids, like with the new obesity, um, the new the new obesity law. And I'll use that one mainly as an example. What they're doing now is they're having um, they're trying to work out um, legislation, and they're doing it on state levels now. But it will become a national, um, a part of the national agenda, and attachment to health care. Because what they're saying is that if you have, if you're overweight by their standards, then you are in fact adding to the cost of health of healthcare nationwide because right. you are not controlling your obesity. You're not controlling your own weight. So it would then become government responsibility to control your weight. Now, me, I'm a skinny chick, okay? So it's not going to apply to me. Mm-hmm. But all my sisters out there with your round but uncle donks and you know what I'm saying, and you like it that way, and you make sure you're eating your red beans and rice to keep it that way, whether you think you're healthy or not, they will look at you and say that you are obese. And then you will become a problem that is contributing to the overall health care of this country. And it's the same thing now they're starting with your kids to say that if they look at your kids and they say that your kids are obese, that they will be able to take them out of your household. Wow. So this is another way that they, that, that they can um, bring social services into your house mm-hmm. and tell you how to raise your children. And that is just one thing that's in the pike that's coming down. So when I'm talking about freedom, I'm talking about those issues that you talk about every single day and realize that if you hear someone say progressive, well, progressives are the reason that there are drug laws because according to our Constitution, there really shouldn't be any any drug laws. If you want to grow up and you want to be addicted to drugs, it is your right to do so. But it is not the responsibility of everyday Americans to pay for it. That's right. But you have the right to do it if you so choose. It wasn't until the progressives came in. These are the same people who um, who started prohibition and and then had to change it um, in the Constitution. These are the same people who put the drug laws into place. These are the same people who continuously um, pass more legislation on um, on gun control laws. They are the ones who want to control every single aspect of your life. And they are in both parties. Let me be clear. It is not just a Democratic issue. It is just not a Republican issue. They are in both parties. They just believe in differences and what they should be able to control. And they are they are what is going to usurp and take away those freedoms that are given to you in the Constitution, but more importantly, in the Bill of Rights, those very first ten things that, that God gave us as rights that government should not be able to touch. Those are the ones who want to come in and be able to um, to affect those. So that's the overall message of freedom. So when you hear me or P or anyone else talking about they are, they are attacking our liberty, they are coming after our freedom, that's what we mean. Those everyday things that you talk about, like they have the ability to um, – 
to just say, oh, well, I think I smell something. Let me search your car. That mm-hmm. is, they should not have that right. That's but right. Because we get, but because we are silent about it and because we just say that's the way it is, that's how they get that right. And so if we can get more people to understand that, I don't care who you vote for, Democrat, Republican, I don't care. If we can get the progressives out, then you can have it where we're going to be fighting over the issues that matter, the debt, the deficit, stuff like that, and not these issues of whether the government can come in your house and take your kids away because they deem them to be fat, along with a whole other host of issues. So... That's the basic liberty, um, liberty, um, freedom question that 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 stands to be answered. Do you need a government to come in and to tell you how to live to make sure, it can, or can you be a self-governing body who governs yourself and takes self-responsibility for yourself, and then governs your household and takes self-responsibility for your household, and then the same thing into your community. Be an advocate within your community to set rules and regulations about how you see fit to live and then get your community to do the same thing, and y'all come up with a certain set of boundaries, and then you can rule yourself. This is how you get away from um, burdensome police uh, police officers or burdensome laws, burdensome um, fees and fines and all of that stuff. It will not happen until the day that you decide that self-governance is more important than having a centralized government tell you what you can do, when you can do it, how you can do it, why you can do it, and if you don't do it, then I'm going to punish you for not doing it. That's a whole lot in a little time. Um, I I challenge people who who maybe didn't catch all of that or maybe didn't get everything that she was saying. Um, Research, I, I would say Google, maybe go to Wikipedia, or maybe Google will help, but Google throws you off sometimes because you know, you get all sorts of things from some of these wackos out here, and uh, you get their explanation of things. But maybe pick up a dictionary or an encyclopedia and actually look up the Prohibition Era, and uh, and, and then you'll get some kind of grasp of, of what she was saying by uh, basically government taking over and making decisions for us or, you know, challenging the Constitution and making laws that directly uh, speaks out against the Constitution. Uh, and in the name of the people, by the way, they do it in the name of us, which is, is definitely not true. Um, they also decide what's good for us, and then they make their laws. So, you know, that really doesn't work for us. Um, at the end of the day, Sonny, I, I think what you're doing is uh, magnificent, man. And I I, ne- I don't want you to ever stop speaking out, man, and speaking aloud. Because, you know, the minute we stop talking, the minute more people uh, die, and whether they die <laughs> mentally or physically. I mean, serious, because people are listening. They may not agree but they are listening, and then one day maybe something will. The folks who don't agree, maybe one day something will happen that that will that will set stone in their own lives. Because a lot of times it has to be personal. It, it probably had to be personal for all of us before we got to the point where we were going to speak out and speak on the things that we speak on. So it's got to be personal. So I, I think that eventually something will happen in in the listeners out there, all, all the people who are listening to the show. Maybe something will happen in their lives personal that will send a reminder back to the day when you said this. Or back to the day when I said that. And then you'll wake up. When it affects your own life personally in your own house, that's the time you'll wake up. And that's what goes on. And and that's why I love what we do. Shout out to my brother Kevin Dales. Just walk up in the studio. How you doing, brother? (laughs) 
Listen, we're going to go to this interview from Whitney real quick, and I want you guys to hear Whitney actually talking about, and you got to read between the lines. you got to hear Whitney talking about freedom and talking about how she fell in love with a guy named Bobby Brown that nobody agreed with, but she's going to talk about the freedom to fall in love. Here's Whitney right now speaking to Oprah. In many ways, the Whitney Houston that we have seen has been a creation of the media that obviously your voice and your talent is what it is, but the gowns, the hair, that first video, all of that stuff yeah. was a creation. Yeah. You were really somebody else. I like to wear jeans and t-shirts and sneakers. Yeah. On any normal given day, yeah. that's me, you know yeah. what I'm saying? I love to get dressed up and I love to do makeup yeah. and hair and stuff. Yeah. But that was my performance. That was my entertainment. I remember. And so then when you expected to be that all the time? That was too much. It was just too much. Too much to try to live up to, to try to be, mm-hmm. you know? And I wanted, I wanted out at some point. Wanted out. I did. Was marrying Bobby a way to be out? In a sense. Because he allowed me to be me. Mm-hmm. He was fun, passionate, loving. Mm-hmm. We were crazy like You was... know, I interviewed him on my show. Yeah, I know. <laughs> and I only spent one hour with Bobby Brown. <laughs> and in the one hour with Bobby Brown... I could see could what <laughs> I could see that thing, the that energy, that energy yes, and yes. how alluring that could be. Yes, yes. yes. we were depending on where you were oh, in your life. Yeah, absolutely. We it was crazy love. Crazy love. Crazy, passionate, just so exciting. Mm-hmm. Just oh, we could look at each other and just sweat. So good sweating, you know. What I mean? <laughs> it was it was mad. It was crazy. Um, and you with him is that who you really? Were? That was the passionate. See, there was that passion about me. Mm-hmm. That that woman. But there were so many people who felt because the image had been painted, there you you are in the gowns and the this and the red the carpet. Married the bad boy. I was yeah. going to say yeah. you were. You know, Disney's doing this big movie on their first black princess. I, you were the first black princess. <laughs> Is that right? <laughs> yes. Okay. And so the princess marries the bad boy. Yeah. Was that strategic on your part? Was part of that by it design? Wasn't. It wasn't. It wasn't. I was at a Soul Train Awards show. He came out on stage to get my prerogative. He was fly. Mm-hmm. He was, he could move, man. Mm-hmm. And what I did he like, say to you? That, that were, were you first interested in him or he interested in you? He pursued me. Really? Yeah. Yeah. What did he say? He was like, you know, Bobby was more like, you know, he was like, hey, check this out. I'm asking something, you know. <laughs> <laughs> you know, if I actually go out with me, would you say yeah? And you, and you, I said, yeah, I would. Mm-hmm. I certainly would. Mm-hmm. From that moment on, we, we clicked. We were friends. Three years we went out before we got married. Mm-hmm. Three years. We dated. Mm-hmm. Just did all over the world. We did what we wanted to do, kind of thing. You know what I'm saying? We did. And the fact that everybody thought, what is the princess doing with this guy? They don't have any idea about that sweet, gentle tenderness about him that nobody knew. He was a very quiet person. He wasn't, when that entertainer came mm-hmm. out on stage, he did that thing. But at home, mm-hmm. he was very much the father. He was very much the man. He, he, he was very much in control. I liked that. You liked that? I liked that. Because I was in control of all my stuff. And then here he comes along. Uh-huh. I can see that. Yeah. And everybody was, you know, was like, you know, wow, she's got somebody now. Like, you know, when he said something, I listened, you know. Mm-hmm. I was like, very interested in having someone have that control over me kind of kind of thing, you know, it was, it was, it was refreshing. It was refreshing because 
in every other aspect of your life, I was in control. You were in control. Everything. Yeah. So it was for you an opportunity to release control to someone yeah. else. Yeah. And then I would, we had fun. He was fun. He taught me how to dance. I would move my hips. <laughs> you know. You know. I, I, all I can describe it as is passion. Well, one of the things that I recall in an interview that you did with Diane Sawyer in 2002, mm -hmm. the world was shocked when she asked you about addiction and you said if there was an addiction, it was an addiction to making love. Yes. Yeah. We, we did a lot of that. A lot of that. Yeah. We'll be right back with more of my revealing interview with Whitney. That was Whitney Houston talking to Oprah Winfrey, man, and, and really talking about the freedom of her life the things that she enjoyed doing, uh, her falling in love with Bobby Brown, Bobby Brown, and that, that was shout out to Bobby Brown, man. That's my dude. I, I don't care who don't like him, but I know him, and that, that's my man. And uh, we recorded a song together that will probably never be played because, you know, he was a little intoxicated, and uh, he had on some ugly Jesus sandals that we called him. We was joking. We had a good time, man. So shout out to um, Bobby Brown. Shout out to Sean Paul and uh, Deltronic Studio in Atlanta. We had a ball down there, but um. That, that was Whitney Houston basically talking about her freedom of life, her freedom of love, and uh, just a few things that she went through. And it, that was a beautiful part of that interview that I've heard. And I, I don't know if you guys have heard that interview from, I think, 2009 or maybe 10. And uh, it, it, there was a lot said in that interview, very revealing. It, I think Oprah is going to uh, replay that interview. And uh, so, I, you know, I, I hope you guys all take some time and listen to it. But, um, you know, today we pay homage to a legend, a legend in music, a legend in life, someone who lived their life very free and enjoyed life. And, and that's something that I challenge us all to do. I think we need to enjoy life more. I think we need to have a good time in life. And I think we should experience everything to the utmost. And I don't mean experience drugs and all, all this type of, all those type of things. I'm, I'm not saying that. Um, I'm, you have the free will to do that, but that's not the healthy thing for you. I'm saying that we should experience love. Maybe we should take a chance on love sometimes. Maybe we should take a chance on doing something for ourselves. And maybe we should just, you know, maybe there's a job out there that somebody wants and you have to move um, maybe to another state and you're going to miss your parents and, you know, whoever else. And you're going to miss the community. You're going to miss your friends and your homies and your school and your teacher or whatever. You know, you're just going to miss home. But maybe you should take a chance and live your life for a second and, and go achieve that because life is not tomorrow's not promised to any of us. Tomorrow's not promised at all. So I thank God for the moment in time that we have today. Right now, here's Whitney Houston. We're gonna get the music back, Crank. Wait, right now, here's Whitney Houston, one moment in time.
That was Whitney Houston, One Moment in Time, 1988, Arista Records, One Moment in Time. Uh, crazy vocals in that song, man. Absolutely amazing vocals right there. That song spent 14 weeks at number one on the Billboard charts, man. Whitney Houston was a beast. I don't I don't know what everybody else thinks, but Whitney Houston was absolutely a beast in music, and uh, she was unstoppable. And, uh, you know, one of, one of her quotes was actually that, you know, my biggest uh, problem is me, basically. And I, that, that wasn't an exact quote. I was paraphrasing a little bit. But she said her biggest problem, her biggest demons were uh, herself. So um, that says a lot about the person. It says a lot about the woman, Whitney Houston, and uh, a lot about the great Whitney Houston. But the show must go on, folks. We got more music for you guys right now. We're going to keep the party rocking. We're going to keep the tribute going. Right now, we're going to move on to another... Excuse me, a 2011 moment uh, with Whitney Houston and Kim Burrell. Kim Burrell actually starts this song on, starts this song off. This is live, hosted by Steve Harvey. Let's check it out. Please give a celebration welcome to Kim Burrell. As I lay me down, heaven hear me now, I'm lost without a cause, after giving it my all, winter storms have come, and darken my sun. all that I've been through Who on earth can I turn to I look to you Ooh, I look to you hey. After all my strength is gone In you It's in you that I hear a song I look to you Hey Yes I do Hey I look to you Hey What's about the news I'm 
in the year of 1992, and uh, also on Arista Records. And uh, Whitney was was quite the icon when it came to music, um, when it came to being a star. You know, she was definitely that star. How she spoke, how she sang, how she dressed. Even when she dressed down, it was, you know, that's my girl. That's what you commonly heard when, when Whitney came on the stage. Either either you heard, that's my girl, or that girl could sing. Or that girl could sing. Let me say that right. So um, definitely we're still paying tribute to the life and legacy of Vagina Music, Whitney Houston, um, live on the KRP Radio Show, 619-638-8559 is the number. Um, if you're on iTunes, check us out, iTunes Podcast, K-I-R-P Radio Show, three words, or just enter K-I-R-P. We're also online where you can listen to the show live on com, or you can just dial in 619-638-8559, and you can listen to the show via your phone. We're not taking calls tonight, so you can just, uh, you, can just you know, rock on the air and just listen with your phone. Um, if you got any comments, Hit us up on Twitter at symbol KRP Radio Show at symbol NC Pudgy is me. Leave your comments on there. We'll try to reply to you as fast as John or myself can get to them. And uh, also, if you have any comments, you can send us an email, which a lot of folks commonly do. Let's get some good emails in there. We seem to get only the bad emails for the most part, and the good ones definitely outshine the bad. But uh, send the emails to krpradio at gmail dot com, and uh, you know, make sure you leave a, a, a topic in the subject line so we can get back to you folks. We get a bunch of emails and we always try to reply back to everybody, even if it takes some time. Um, so, you know, you know, tonight is we're paying tribute to Whitney Houston, um, the tribute to the life and legacy of a giant in music. And, uh, you know, I just wanted to take a second and I, I saw this a little earlier today and I just saw it again. Um, you know, a lot, I know a lot of people probably feel a certain way about Bobby Brown uh, Whitney Houston's husband or ex-husband at this point. And, um, you know, one thing that I've learned is to never intervene with love, never get in the way of love, because once you love somebody, you love them for life. If you really, truly fall in love with someone, you 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 may not feel the same about them in, in a relationship um, type manner. But if you ever truly love somebody, you'll always love that person whether anybody else like it or not. That's just, that's God is love. So it's, it's, it's tough to get rid of that. You know, you may not feel the same about him so far as being a companion, but you know, love is true. Love is genuine. And if, and if love is real, you know, no matter what people do to you or uh, do towards you or say about you, you'll continue to love those people. So, um, you know, Bobby Brown, this man, has to be going through right now. Um, it's reported that his mother passed. Well, I, I know that his mother passed just this past January, but uh, also on yesterday, his father passed as well as his ex-wife, uh, recently ex-wife, by the way, but his father was 82 years old. Um, Herbert Brown just passed, and I can only imagine what this man is going through. I, I can't even put that in perspective and and commonly when people pass um as a as a as a sense of remorse, people always say, you know, I'm sorry about your loss, I know how you feel because they've lost someone before, but 
you know, I some years ago I I I used to say that, but some years ago I cut that off of my thought process. I cut it off of of saying that I know how you feel because no one truly knows what you feel in your heart for someone else uh, in terms of love. So all you can show is concern. All you can you can send your condolences and try to be there for people. But you know, despite what you think about Bobby Brown, despite what you have read about Bobby Brown, despite what you've seen from or out of Bobby Brown. Um, this is a human life. This is a man who has just lost his mom, his father, and his wife, or his ex-wife. You can put it how you want. This man has lost loved ones. So my heart definitely goes out to that man. And, and say a prayer for that brother because his daughter was just rushed to the hospital. And, I, and from what I understand, she has some issues as well. So, you know, I, I, I just reach out and I say, I, I ask you guys to say a prayer for these people because they're going through. And if it was anybody else, you say a prayer for them. So I, I ask that you guys would say a prayer for these people because they're definitely going through and uh, they're going through something that none of us want to go through. None of us. I definitely don't want to ever have to experience that. So with that said, we're also we're going to go back to uh, another Whitney Houston great. And uh, I'm sure you guys all know this song. There's a lot of people who refer to this song, but to anybody who's gone through something similar or, you know, even to Bobby Brown out there, brother, just take your time, sit down, talk to God, and exhale. Exhale, y'all. Everyone falls in love sometimes. Sometimes it's wrong and sometimes it's right. For every win, someone must fail. But there comes a point when, when we exhale, yeah, yeah. Say, shoot, 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 Yeah. 
That was Whitney Houston, uh, XL. We got time for one more record, folks. We got to go back into it. I appreciate you guys rocking with us on the KRP Radio Show. You know, we talk about a lot of politics and we talk about a lot of life. Like I always say, man, if you don't agree with me, one thing about me, I'm consistent. And I'm never doing anything for self-gain solely. Solely, by the way. You know, we got to work. But at the same time, I, I would never mislead someone for my own personal self-gain. Um, the things that I'm talking about are well-researched. They're things that I believe dear near in my heart based on God Almighty Jesus Christ that I serve, that I believe in. So, you know, always when you guys see me going off the handle about things and you see me posting things all over, don't forget, man, the angle that I'm coming from. And, uh, you know, don't just think it's something. Don't think that I'm rich because there's no, you know, six-figure bank accounts over here. It's nothing like that. And we're all trying to make a living and we're all trying to do well. But, uh, you know, that's just the... That's, I, thought, I thought I would just let you guys know where I'm coming from for the most part. Um, we're going to play this last record, and I'm going to leave you guys with this record from Whitney Houston as we have paid a tribute to the life and the legacy of a giant in music. Miss Whitney Houston Brown, y'all. Whitney Houston Brown. We're going to leave you guys with Where Do Broken Hearts Go? Next week, same time, same place, man. Thanks for rocking with us. I appreciate the love you guys show. And uh, we'll catch you guys next week.